When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, Mississippi State is swept again, and uh, the SEC record is ugly um, the last two years. Now they go to LSU, and it could be a massacre on the Bayou uh, this weekend. And, you know, going into – I said this, and we'll get Steve Robertson's thoughts. Uh, going into the weekend, I thought, yeah, you ride with Lamonas for another year, and if Gotro wants to come back, you go with that, and you give him as much money as you can to go get a pitching coach. Uh, obviously, you got to get the answers first. Okay, you know, how did we get here? Why did this happen? Well, how are you going to correct it? You know, all that, right? And then what I just went over. Uh, after this weekend, um, I don't think that's the case, and I, I, I don't, I don't, I don't think they can flip it in July. That is a uh, that's a small. 30 30 day window and I don't think you need to be too reliant on the transfer portal. You want to supplement your team, but I don't think you want it to be, you know, 70% of your roster. I think the only sport you can do that is basketball, but the numbers are totally different. So, uh jeanspage.com 247 sports boneyard podcast Steve Robertson joining us on the Farm Bureau Insurance guest line. Steve, where are you today? Um keep Chris Lamonis or move on? Are you, are you asking my opinion, or do you, are you asking what I think will happen? Uh, both. You know, I've given a lot of thought to that here in the last couple of weeks. You know, I mean, I, I don't know anybody that, you know, follows the team as closely as I do. And, you know, I, I guess the, my biggest concern is, is will there be a repeat next year? You know, it's like last week I thought, oh, you know, it'll be fine. You know, Foxhall's gone. And really, you know, a lot of the – the major issues, not the only issues, have been on the pitching side. They've missed on some evaluations. They've had some kids that haven't developed. They've actually regressed. And so you start, we want to give people the benefit of the doubt. So, okay, if they can get this resolved. And I'm really undecided at this point, to be honest with you, Bo. And, and uh, you know, I, I think he'll be back. And uh, I hope that's the right decision. I don't know that that's the right decision. But um, I know when you win an Apple championship, you get a certain measure of grace. But yeah, Bulldog fans are fed up, man. It's one thing that they've been able to count on over the years is Bulldog baseball being good. And when you do have a down year, you certainly don't have two. And now here we are, you know, dead last in the SEC standings for the second consecutive year. And I asked Lamontis about that. You know, here we are again. You know, what's, what's your plan to fix it? You know, what, what, do you, what do you do kind of going forward? You know, a big part of it is recruiting, obviously, but. Yeah, they're going to have to go in the portal and get some pitchers. I mean, there's there's no ifs, ands, and buts about it. I mean, you listen, all due respect to everybody involved, you know, you and I grew up where, you know, the Bulldog baseball players were larger than life because they were larger than life, not just because they wore the uniform of our favorite team. I mean, you know, you had, 
you know, Tracy Eccles and Tommy Raffo and Bobby Reed and those guys. And the reason those names are remembered is because they were great, not just because they wore the uniform. And, and you got some guys out there now. I know everybody loves to root for their, their hometown kid. And they're like, oh, that's such a great kid. Listen, I, I don't need a bunch of great kids. I need a bunch of great ball players. And they can figure the rest of it out. Okay, they're not going to be able to sell that to the fan base. Just FYI. Mm. They're not going to be able to sell it to me. That's <laughs> much less. No, I'm days. just saying, if Lamonis comes back, okay, I mean, if, if Zach Selman and Dr. Keenum say, well, I don't know. I mean, maybe they, they think we, we don't want to pay $5 million. Although, I think, Steve, the number could be even higher than that with Fox Hall and Gotro on multi-year deals. In fact, if you had to give me your best guess, if they were to move off Lamonis, uh, what 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 is the buyout? Your best guess for Lamonas, Fox Hall, and Gotra? Well, I think it's certainly north of four million, probably closer to five. And and then you got to think about well, what's it going to cost you to get somebody else in. I mean, you got to go buy out their contract too, you know. And and uh, you know, there's money involved, all that sort of stuff. And you know, there's some people would say, "I'll oh, you know, just pay it, just pay it, just pay it." Well, it's not that simple, you know. And I think. When you look at it from a financial point of view, I don't think anybody entered the year thinking, okay, we're going to have to make a coaching change this year. I don't think anybody thought that. There's a lot of people that think it today. I just don't know if it's anybody that's truly involved in the decision-making process. Of course, I know a lot of donors, as do you, and you know, despite what people think, it's kind of a mixed group. I mean, there's some people are like, no, nah, we can't make this move right now. Let's give it another year. And there are other people out there just fed up and said, I don't care what we have to do. Let's just get it done. And so I, I don't think there's a consensus among the decision makers. And I'm actually going to be uh, sitting down with Zach Selman here at 11 for a uh, for an interview. And uh, we'll post that tomorrow. But um, yeah, I'm kind of eager, not only about this, but to kind of get his vision. And you know, one thing that I think about all the time, Bo, it's like, man, we're just bleeding our fans dry. And I don't just think Mississippi State, but it's, you know, around college athletics, it's like, you know, the seat licenses are on the rise. Ticket prices are up. Concession prices are up. And you got to give it a Bulldog Club. And now we want you to get the NIL. I mean, you know, at what point do we say, you know, hey, enough is enough of this. I mean, at what point, you know, do the fans say, man, I'm tired of paying the freight on all this. And there are a lot of people out there just feel like, hey, this is what I need to do for my team. And they give them that money willingly. But at some point, you know, there's a cap in all that. Well, the abs- I can tell I can tell you one answer. the a- The absolute and total focus should be nil from the Bryan Building and everywhere else. Not not upgrading locker rooms or lobbies or anything else. the a- The only way you're going to win is to get your fundraisers to commit to nil and get on the same page because Charlie Winfield's been doing it by himself with the Bulldog Initiative. For almost two, I don't even know how long it's been. Anyway, a year and a half or something. And the only way you're going to compete is to to fund NIL. That's simple. It's not about locker rooms anymore. It's not about carpet. It's not about granite. It's not about, you know, all that smart TVs. All right, so back to, um, so you still feel like, let's say they go down and get embarrassed and swept um, by LSU and lose two or three to A&M. You still think he's that Lamonis and crew are back? I think probably so, but I, I agree with you. It's going to be a tough, tough sell. I mean, it, it really is. And, um, you know, that, that's the thing. The, the bottom line is people are just tired of losing. It's not a personal matter with them. And for some people, they, they have some personal comments just due to their frustration. But the one thing Mississippi State people have really always been able to count on is baseball. And now all of a sudden you can't, and especially when it could have been such a great athletic year, 
you know, you, you get the egg back, you win the bowl game, you finish in the top 20. You know, basketball makes a tournament. Women's basketball makes a tournament. You feel great about those directions. And then here you go. The one sport you've always been able to count on has disappointed you for the second straight year. And so, yeah, there's a lot of frustration, and it's absolutely warranted. But, again, I don't think it's a personal issue. It's a principles before personality issue. Now, people aren't upset with Chris Lamont as the person. They're upset with Chris as the no. coach because of the fact the bottom line is the state is not winning. And people expect to win. And, and there are a lot of people, and we've talked about this before, Bo, it takes a special person to play at Mississippi State and to coach at Mississippi State because the expectations are so high. And now that we've won a national championship, we want another one. And we don't want to have to wait another 40 years to get one. We want one in quick succession because we feel like, hey, we're kind of over the hump of where we need to be. So you know, let, let's get back to where we want to be. And we're not in that direction. 